here. I'm so excited. Like, so just so everybody knows, like, this is like the first time we've actually like had connection in this way. So I'm like so excited just because the work you do, I'm like already got goosebumps. I was thinking the same things. I was like, whoa, wow, our energy together. Because I literally like feel the goosebumps coming and the energy like soaring through my body already. As soon as it came on, I was like, okay, this is going to be fun. Yeah, I was like, let's, let's do this. And so I want to tell everybody about how, so you're just magical. The work that you do is amazing. Um, so a little bit, and then I like, I like to do a little bit, but I love for you guys to like use your power and bring your voice to the absolute magic you do. So working in corporate America, you empower and pull through like confidence in women. That is just absolutely amazing. And you also work with kids as well, like, which is just magnificent. So I like push that out to a lot of people. I was like, you guys are going to want to watch this, like yes. for real. <laughs> so do you want to just give a little bit of a background on the stuff that you do? Yes, I would love um, so hi, my name is Holly Starr, and yes, I work with adults and children, and um, it's interesting because I'm a firm believer that our rock bottom is actually our springboard, and that's pretty much my story, because when I came into how my gifts worked with children, it was, you know, at my rock bottom when I had gone from corporate America to care.com because I found myself without a job after 10 years because my religious beliefs were challenged and, you know, failure in personalities. But what devastated me turned out to be my greatest gift, right? Like, like, holy bejesus, are you serious right now? And so I do energy healing. I do um, laser-focused coaching. I am obsessed with self-love because I believe that self-love is the key that unlocks it all. It unlocks the safety. It unlocks the abundance. It unlocks the relationships. Like, it's just the way that we can create safety within ourselves so we can project that forward instead of projecting the failures and the traumas and the all the chaos. I love it. So I'm just so happy to be here. This is so exciting. Yeah, I love it. I love like just the work that you do is like, I just feel like it's so close to my heart space too. like rewriting those, like, just how you can bring I feel so much about that in that space as well. Like a lot of times stepping into relationships, we forget that we are bringing like, from somewhere else and bringing it to someone new and we're just stopping our progress and so like the work you do is just like so powerful in that space so I love that um so like what brought you to the space of like calling women forward into like understanding the relationship with self and just loving on themselves yeah thank you for that question because it, it still like baffles my mind how it all came to be because I have always been empowered. Like my mom was a life coach. She was all about utilizing potential. And sometimes that's good and bad, right? Because we always laughed at my mom and said, she's the artist that is never done with her product, right? And I'm just like, mom, stop. Like, I'm good. Like, I don't need to be optimized anymore. So I think that there was some shame and guilt that happened in that because mom's always like, you could up level and you would be better if. And so there was always this like, this gap, right? Like I was never going to arrive or become. Well, then corporate America was like my safety and like, oh, yay, I've arrived. I've been here for 10 years. I, I've hit all the milestones. This is amazing. I love everything about this to like, I don't love anything about this. And this feels like the depths of my soul. Like, you know, and I went through crazy things that left me feeling like, holy smokes. If I know how to manipulate my brain, I know how to empower myself and I can be this disempowered. It was like. When I had that realization that 
holy smokes, if this is happening to me, there are other women that need support. Like if I am experiencing this crazy, like what is happening, doubting myself, looking around, you know, believing other people's opinions of myself, I was just like, <gasps> we need to help all these other people. And it was like instantly Ignite Shine Bright downloaded into my brain and like the whole framework for my business just started coming through. I channeled this subliminal message that I was literally crying as it was coming through. And it was coming through so fast that I literally grabbed whatever notepad was on my desk and I'm like writing all the words that are coming through. And it's like flipping over to the cardboard on the box because I ran out of paper and I'm just like, I've got to get this down. Like, this is too good. This is too good. And it's just like seeing that this is a superpower that no one's really talking about. Oh, get your nails done, get some bubble baths, you know. Okay, that's all well and good. But it's yeah. the intention, it's the emotion, it's the intimacy that we connect with ourselves that is the genuine self-love. And that's where it was like, oh no, I'm changing the world. I'm letting these women know how powerful they are. I am going to be the mirror that shows them what they already possess because we live in this environment where you could be better if, lose 10 pounds and you'll be, you you know, you'll love yourself then or oh, get the Botox and then you'll love yourself. And it's just like, okay, stop. Let's just love yeah. ourselves now. And however we want to optimize is fine. But like, let's start at the core of love and then start seeing where we want to change things. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love those big, beautiful downloads that come in so strongly too. That you're like, <laughs> where do I put this? How do I get it out? How are we doing this? I'm ready. Let's flow. And I feel like so many people work with the idea, like I come in contact with a lot of people that are like, I've done the work, I do self-love and I've done, and I, you just, when you truly like dial in to self-love and do the work, it is so powerful and it's nothing like, let me do a bubble bath. And I like use that in lives when I'm doing card readings. Like it's not bubble baths in tea time. Like that's not what we're looking for we're looking like deep dive, like you are perfect the way you are, you are not needing to do any more, and just being in who you are at the moment. It's just so like powerful, and I think it's so overlooked. It is so overlooked, and it's, it's that thing where it's like, you know when you're like, oh yeah, I get it, and they're like, oh, I get it. Like, oh my gosh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? And that I think was my motivation too, is like, I had manifested the money. I had manifested the dream relationships. I had manifested all these things, but I was still at war with myself. I was mm -hmm. still arguing with myself. I was still, and I had the most heartbreaking experience where I realized I was the abuser. I was literally abusing myself with my mental chatter, and I would never allow anyone to speak to my mom or my sister or my bestie like that. But yet here I am. I'm like, oh, yeah. oh my God. Yes blew my mind and broke my heart. And I was like, okay, I'm done with this. Like, I'm not going to be at war with myself anymore. How, what is this self-love thing that people keep talking about and how do I do it? And how do I get there? And how do I understand it? And that's when I just started getting piece by piece. And now I like to think I created the blue, the blueprint to lead you back to yourself because that's the truth. Like we hold on to so many ideas and so many belief systems that we picked up when maybe it was helpful at that time but then we forgot it was temporary or it was something that we were supposed to take out and stretch and reflect. We forgot to grow through it and out of it. We just said, Oh, this is my truth from now on. Mm -hmm. And, or it's something somebody gave you, you know, like sometimes it's like coming down from family mm -hmm. and like, this is what you grew up in and this is how it is. Um, I grew up always like uh, second guessing my body. 
because like my mom would do like the grapefruit diet or like, oh, I shouldn't eat this or always asking like, are you sure you should be eating that? Like those kinds of spaces came out a lot in my growing up and it transferred into adulthood. Mm -hmm. And that wasn't my stuff to carry. That was there. (laughs) That was a thousand percent like, no, 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 I don't need that. You keep it. And, And now I can see it. But as a kid, it just became, I don't think it was until probably like I was in my 20s, I was able to start to like, realized but then I also found like a whole new realm of like working with fitness and so I was like oh I'll make my own now yes perfect yeah that's fabulous because I think that is such freedom knowing that oh someone doesn't have to have the answer for me they just have to direct me back to myself so I can ask myself the right questions because there's a lot of answers within me and I Mm -hmm. think that's like the the curiosity of how things are redirected right read this, do this. Like it's always outside of us, but yet all the answers are actually within. Mm-hmm. And that's why I believe it's like, I run this program um, called mirror work and it's getting a huge upgrade, which I'm super excited. And now it's the reflector portal um, because it's just so crazy. And people are saying like the sacred partnership I've created with myself. I didn't know that was possible. Oh, and I'm like, that. right. I was like, yeah. oh my God, I love that you put this in words because that is what this is. That is what self-love is. It's that sacredness. And, and, you know, sometimes it's easy for us to put it outside of ourselves because it's hard to kind of like analyze that and be like, but what does that mean to love myself? Well, how do you love your child? What would you do for your child? And how do you love inside your body? Like, what is that when you see them and you want to squish their little cheeks and just squeeze them to death? Like, that is the love that I want you to see when you look inside that mirror. I want you to have those thoughts first versus Oh my gosh, Forty's looking at her a little rough and those wrinkles and this and that. And I'm like, stop, stop. Yes. Yes. And it's so funny because that was like the next thing I was like kind of going to lead into like, what kind of modalities do you use in this healing space? So the mirror work stuff is really, really beautiful and powerful. And I was going to ask if you could give like a little bit of, and there's ladies that are on here. Um, yeah. I love mirror work. I think it's so powerful, but I would love for you to be able to, because everybody does it differently also, and you'll probably have, since it's like a whole program, yes. like I would love for you to chat with that. Yes, I would love to, because I'm like totally obsessed with it and think it's the most magical thing. And so mirror work is where you prioritize yourself. Yes, we use a mirror. We'd like to start at the beginning of the day, because when we wake up from bed, that's when we think we look our worst, you know, it's pre-shower, pre-makeup, pre-brushing the teeth. And what I've noticed that's been crazy, interesting and fascinating is, you know, when you're talking to someone and you start reading their facial language, babies are like so equipped with this at like newborn where they can see the tiniest little, you know, stretches or quirks or whatever, and they can read our feelings and emotions, you know, at days old. Mirror work is you you retraining yourself because now you're looking at yourself and you're saying affirmations you're asking yourself questions and you are looking in your eyes and you are becoming familiar with what you are experiencing. Sometimes we don't know what we're experiencing because our mind will hijack and tell us a story or plug in the answer. You know, I read this book called thinking fast and slow and it blew my mind in like a scary way because it said your brain is looking to close the gaps. It'll close the gaps with whatever is easy to plug that hole. Not always the truth. So mirror work, slows that down a little bit and you got to imagine like if you were looking at a friend and she was saying I love you but she's crying and bawling 
you would just want to grab her and squeeze her and say, I love you too. And you're just so supportive and nurturing to that person. And you become that confidant with yourself because you're in the mirror and you're saying these things. We go through, you know, just becoming comfortable looking in the mirror because a lot of people struggle with that day one yeah. of like, mm -hmm, I don't want to, like, please don't make me to like day three where it feels a little less awkward to day seven where we get into inner child healing and then we start going into forgiveness patterns we get you know we go deep and and that's what's kind of funny is people like well i can look at myself and say affirmations okay good when's the last time you did you that believe it and the other part is do you believe that that like i love when people are like i do mantras and i was like okay that's beautiful and how many do you do and sometimes they're like oh i have like 10 five that i work with and i was like how many of them do you believe and then they're like and i was like yeah you can't they don't work if you don't believe them no you they're not going to do anything they're just really pretty words that you're speaking out <laughs> but it's, and i think that's where your work can start changing it because you start noticing oh i don't believe that oh i feel that in my body like a rejection so then we start changing the pattern to, to build the bridge, right? I want to begin to love you. I'm willing to like you today. And so that way it, it lowers that ego pattern where it's like, nope, abort, nope, refuse, nope, you can't settle into my subconscious. And so that's where we start building the little blueprint where you're just like, oh, you know what? I don't really hear my inner critic that loud today. Oh wow, I really like this outfit on me today. Wow, I felt more confident. And we start reprogramming to look for the evidence of all the things that we are already, that we already possess. And it's it's crazy because <laughs> I laugh and I tell this story often because if you would have told me this would be my story, I'd have been like, okay, sure. I've been in the fitness realm my whole life. Like my dad was a bodybuilder. He competed. Like I know how to lose weight, gain weight, tone, all the things. And I had a car accident and gained a lot of weight. And it was at my heaviest that I decided to manifest self-love. It was also at my heaviest weight that I bought a two-piece red bikini and strutted myself down the Mexico beaches because that's what I love. love it. And I love I asked, it. Checking out, buying my 2XL, two-piece red bikini. Like, who am I? Like, like this is what self-love looks like, right? Like, I got so many compliments. Like, my boyfriend laughed because he was like, everybody wants to know where you got your swimsuit. I'm like, because this is what confidence looks like. It has nothing yeah. to do with your body. It has nothing yeah. to do with your body. It has everything to do with what you believe about yourself and your body. And it's so funny because it's really, it just makes me laugh. So I didn't know that aspect of, like, the fitness realm for you. So, like, when you were talking about the brain bridging the mm -hmm. gap, um, I worked as a fitness coach for like a million years, right? And one of the things that came through and they were like, say it. And I was like, we're not talking about that. But now I understand why. Um, it's very much the same with the body. Like the muscles in the body, it's yeah. like movement patterns. Our body will, will, if you demand it, just like with your brain and ego and all of that, if you demand it, your body will make it happen, whether it is the proper yeah. pattern to move through or not, which creates injuries. Mm -hmm. And like, so it's very, I have like, it's very physical yeah. in that space too. But now I understand why they were like, you can say it here. And I was like, what the, because <laughs> I was very confused. Like, we're not even close to talking about this, but this is what we're asked for. So I love that like analogy, how you were saying like, it bridges the gap. It will 100% do the same thing through the body. So like, if you can trick the mind and the mind can trick itself to bridge that gap, your body does the same thing. It should be enough evidence for people to want to step in and change. Like 
that's like really powerful understanding. Like if you try to reach for something, like your body will make a way for it to happen, even if it can't make it. Like think about when your kids are in the backseat asking for something. <laughs> like you do gymnastics <laughs> to like get back there. So like those spaces are not very happy spaces for your body, but we make it happen. And I feel like it's very similar. Right. right. And I think that a lot of have experienced that we didn't honor ourselves and our so we don't even know that those little traumas or those little mindsets or those little reactions got stored because we're like, oh, it's fine. I'm being too sensitive. Yeah, you can tell yourself that, but you're holding that heartache. You're holding that belief system. You're holding that shame. And I feel like, you know, body work, like you were talking about, releases that and processes it. And I think mirror is what really makes you say, oh, that was a problem. I didn't like the way that felt. I was angry about that. And so it's like for the first time, and this is what I think empowerment and self-love is all about. For the first time, you actually listened to yourself. And then yeah. took action from the feedback you got versus, well, you know, my mom always said I was too selfish and too this and too that. So like, I probably was wrong or I probably, you know what I'm saying? It's just like. I was always too loud, too needy. Uh, what was the other I, always too loud, but nobody knew I was hard of hearing until I was like in my 30s. I was born with this, but like they just thought like I would like, so I always talk really loud and they're always like, you're too loud. You need to call. And I was like, what? And so it was something that we ended up finding out later. And then um, I was always the one that was too much. Like I needed too much. You need to figure out how to do a lot of this stuff yourself. Like you're too much. Like I got that a lot. And now, or I'm too sensitive. Why are you crying about everything? And it was like one of those realizations when you get older, like, no, you're just uncomfortable in the space of somebody crying. Like, it's okay to like be in this space. And now like working through it, whenever I'm in frequency with anybody, I'm like, if you need to cry, just cry. Like I'm, yeah, let it happen. I might not say anything. I might like say it's okay. And this is the space but we're going to move through to get to where we need to be. But you're in a supported space, cry, yell, scream, cuss, like whatever you need to do, I'm here. Yes, and you know, it's because I went through a life because I was a single mom, there was a lot of chaos in my life, and so there wasn't room for my feelings. Get it together, gotta go, let's thing, you know? So as I was progressing through my and I was just like, who am I, what's going on? Like, you know, trying to merge these identities. But then it's like once everything purged and I was able to cleanse this and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm emotionally stable again. This feels amazing, you know? Like we've held all these things and it's like, that's what I'm here for, honestly, Nicole, is just like, can we stop pretending? Can we stop faking it? Can we stop acting like everybody's got it together and everybody knows what to do and everybody's happy and living their best life and then going and crying ourselves to sleep or going and, you know, medicating in some way to numb it out? Can we just please like support each other and love each other and see each other for who we are and not judge them, but just be like, girl, you ugly cry. I will cry with you. Let's do yes. this. I'm here. Let's go. <laughs> like, oh, we need to jump and scream. I got you. Let's jump and scream together. Like yes. I'm here to be authentic. I'm here to let it out. I'm here to give you the safety so you can let it out because things get morphed and, and dwarfed and blech, you know, and so they come out a little funky sometimes. And it's yeah. like, let's not tell that story that I'm bad or it's bad or I shouldn't or I can't believe I did. Let's just be like, whoo, that was a good release. Thank you, Jesus. Like, thank you, whoever. Thank you, whatever. That's no longer my body. Yeah, I'm I don't have to carry it.
Look, I love that anymore. I don't have just ease in my body anymore because I'm not cramped up holding on to this non-true stuff. Like, sorry, I can get very passionate about this stuff because I, I love it. <laughs> please, please honor yourself. Please see and just stop self-abandoning and stop silencing yourself. Like we get so mad when someone's shh, shh, no, wait a minute, but we do it to ourselves constantly. So we put ourselves like our, our identity, everything, we put it into this little tiny box and then we like tuck it away somewhere. And then we're going through life, we're walking through the motions, we're putting on whatever mask needs to make us feel whole and that will make other people feel whole, not ourselves, because we are not even tapping into that space. And then we are completely numb. Like there's no emotions going through because we've pushed everything away. And like once you come back, like that is like the hardest thing to do is like step back into the body, step back into yourself and then show love. Like yeah. even that step forward to like be able, like you were saying, some people can't look in the mirror, like having to see yourself and like know that this is who I am is so scary for so many people. <laughs> and I love that I'm able to alchemize and take that levy off for some people because I think, and this is why I think energy work mixed with mirror work is like, boom, like you can't, you can't not have a transformation kind of thing. Like if you do mirror work and I laugh because the first round I did, there were some people that were like, Oh, I, I, I was kind of expecting this to be a little bit easier, but I got stuck on day five and there's a lot of stuff coming up and I just didn't get past day five, but I've been doing day five for like five days. And I'm like, that's fantastic. Good for you for sitting with it. Good for you for feeling it. Good for you for processing this. Good for you for saying I'm done with this story. I'm mm -hmm. laying down once and for all. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. I don't know exactly what all this is, but I'm going to get to the bottom of this. And it's like, then you infuse energy, which clears that space and helps you go a little bit faster. The second round, almost everybody either got to day 21 or got to day 17. And it was just like, okay, okay. And I think this is what people don't realize too, is like energy is energy, regardless if you see it or not. It is yeah. there. Yeah. And so you walk around and, and I'm a heavy packer. Like when I travel, I like all my things. We do that energetically too, right? So we're like, oh my gosh, I, I, I can't attract what I want or abundance isn't coming my way or the relationship I want. Well, honey, you got all these blocks like all the way around you and in you and through you. So let, let's go clean up a little bit so they can even see you exist, okay? <laughs> like they can't even see your beauty because you've got all these shells around you. And it's just like, let, let's just take, take that away. Let's just clear some of that. Let's give your voice the activation it needs to speak up and say, oh, I'm uncomfortable here. I'm not going to stay. Oh, I don't actually align with this type of communication. I'm going to step away and you can come back at it. You know, like we start to have a different level, just like your kid. If someone behaved or treated your kid, you'd be like, oh, hold on a second. That's yeah. not how we interact with people. But like as adults, we're just like, oh, I mean, it's okay. She didn't mean it. You give other people an, a scapegoat. You give other people that space to be able to do it. It's really, and it's all be, it's like, that's like a lot of that, like people pleasing and like that kind of, it, yeah, I, I worked in that realm for a very long time. Well, maybe they're doing that because of this. And then I'm like, ah, no, <laughs> they just, I don't have to hold it anymore. Well, and, and you'll hear the same story from those people of when is it my time? And when do people realize who I, who I am? And when do I get to see, you know, when are my needs prioritized? And I'm like, when you prioritize your needs, you've got to broadcast that frequency for the universe to be like, oh, 
Holly actually doesn't want to be a people pleaser. Let's stop putting those opportunities in her life, you know? And so one of the things that helped me make some of the hard calls, because it is hard transitioning from our comfort, because when we start standing up for ourselves and we start having love for ourselves, it, it does shine a light when people don't love themselves as much because they're just like, why are you holding such hard boundaries? Why are you respecting yourself so much? Why can't you just go along to get along? And I'm like, cause that's not who I am anymore. And that's not safety. That is compromising. And so I started playing this game with myself that if this is an order to the universe and the universe is gonna be like, Oh, she likes this. Let's send her more of this. Do I want more of this? And I'm like, Oh no, I do not. I'm going to have to make the hard call on this one. Sorry. I am unavailable for this situation. I must go. Cause now I told the universe, Nope, she doesn't want any more of that. And so that kind of made it fun. And it also made me see the weight of the decision every single time that order was being placed. Thank you for joining us on this enchanting journey through the realms of magic and empowerment on the Coven Connection. I'm Nicole Pilavon, and you've just experienced the first spark of the magic within. But hold on tight because our journey has only just begun. The cauldron's still brewing and the spells are far from over. Stay tuned for part two where we'll dive even deeper into the mysteries and manifest our wildest dreams together. Remember, you're not just heard, you're witnessed, and your magical self is celebrated here. So until next time, keep your broomsticks and your business plans ready. The magic continues. Stay enchanted, my fellow witches and seekers.